Warning, the following may contain Modrons. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit-Faced, having fled the village of Barovia, our heroes have made their way to a nearby Vistani camp. They have been invited inside the tent of Madame Ava, a mysterious fortune teller who prepares to tell the party their future. She moves her hand to the card on the far left, uh, and just before she picks it up, uh, she looks up at you, and she looks uh, at Kellen in particular, and she says, I, I do not like you. You have hurt my people. The Vistani do not forget things like this. You have my apologies. It was done by mistake in a desperate moment. And whatever I can do to make amends with your people, I will certainly endeavor to do. It is not me you need to make amends with. It is with the ladies that you have wronged. However, I also want there to be change in Barovia. Too long have the Vistani lived in service to Strad. We have more freedom than the people, than the natives of the land. This is true, but still we fear him. And I sense on the threads of fate the potential for change with you four. The Taroka cards will guide you. These cards will give you the clues about what to do to best your enemy. So she moves her hand over the first card. This card, this card will tell you of history. Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. And she flips over the first card. Uh, and on the first card, um, you see uh, a very detailed image uh, of an old man. Uh, and the old man is, um, you can see, uh, with his white hair and long robes. Uh, and you can see with his hands um, a staff. And from that staff uh, is coming um, just sort of swirling energies. Um, taking up the bottom of the card, and he, and she says, "The wizard." Yes. Telfrin steps forward. <laughs> Not you, Master Telfrin. Ah, you I must. You must look for a wizard's tower on a lake. Let the wizard's name and servant guide you to that which you seek. And she she leaves it at that. Um, she moves her hand to the top card now, at the top of the cross, and she looks at you again. This card tells of a powerful force for good and protection, a holy symbol of great hope. Yeah. Um, so she flips the card over again. 
And it's another wizard. It's not. This time it's uh, it's another man. Um, however, this man's bald. Um, he's got a, a he does have a beard, but it's um, it's, it's it looks much more well groomed. Um, um, and it's 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 dark coloured. However, it's quite gaunt. He's holding a book in his hands, and on um, on the book is a symbol that you recognise uh, as the symbol of the Morning Lord from the church back in Barovia. Uh, and Wait, says, that's a lot of bad memories, actually. A lot of negative <laughs> associations for this group. Um, and she says, this is the missionary. That's not me. I don't like it. That's clearly not me. Her, Probably she, me. Her vision, her vision um, clouds a little. It looks like she's staring off into the distance. And she says, I see a garden dusted with snow, watched over by a scarecrow with a sackcloth grin. Look not to the garden. But to the guardian. Okay, and she sort of seems to come back into focus, and she moves her hand over to the the card on the far right, and she said, "This card, this is a card of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword mm. of sunlight." Mm, so. Good. She uh, flips the card over. Now, this card, uh, it is a, a lady on this card. Um, and um, there's a, a lady maybe in her late 20s, early 30s. Um, she looks vaguely uh, Vistani-like. Um, but what is more, most pops out about her is the fact that between her hands is, is a collection of stars that she almost seems to be uh, almost seems to be hovering between her two hands and uh, Madame Eva says this is the conjurer I see I see a dead village drowned by a river ruled by one who has brought great evil into this world okay her hand moves to the card at the very that's, bottom. I step in and I say, I'm sorry, Madame Eva. That's where the Sword of Sunlight is in this drowned village? That is Blood what... Blood is taking notes. That is what the Taroka cards are saying, yes. Do you know of a drowned village? Maybe some sort of civil planning led to the flooding of a lake close by? Anything? Let us finish the reading first. Oh, we'll come back. Please hold your questions. <laughs> okay. So she she hovers her hand over the fourth card. There's only two remaining. This is the one at the bottom uh, of the, the original cross. This card sheds light on one who will help you greatly in the battle against the darkness. And she turns you. she turns the card over. And it seems to be it seems to be some kind of uh, graveyard. Um That's and the um, yeah no I don't know if we want that kind of help the the front is a sort of an ornate in the foreground we've got an ornate fence uh, and then behind it you just have gravestones that seem to recede uh, into the distance uh, but the entire uh, landscape of the card is choked uh, in mists um, and she um, and she says yes the mists ah a stranger wanders this land pulled from another world much like you were but not by Strad. She is here searching for her mentor. She does not like to stay in one place for long. Seek her out at St. Markovia's Abbey near the mists. Okay. 
on top of Rachel this time. His pen is screeching loudly as he does <laughs> If only this was being recorded. Um, and then finally, uh, she uh, she moves her hand to the final card in the middle of the cross, and she, she looks up at you again and says, Your enemy is a creature of darkness whose powers are beyond mortality. This card will lead you to him. Okay, and finally, uh, it, uh, she turns the card over, and you see um, this hideous humanoid uh, creature uh, sitting on a throne. Uh, it clearly has a head, arms, and legs like a person. However, the hands uh, that are resting on the edges of the ornate throne are, are clawed, uh, and this creature's head, it, it does have eyes and, and a nose and a mouth, but the, the, the nose and mouth in particular misshapen, almost muzzle-like, and it has a, a collection of twisted horns um growing up from its head, uh, almost decorative, almost like a, a crown. And she says, The Dark Lord. Your enemy... Your enemy lurks in the depths of darkness, in the one place to which he must return. And she, she leans back, uh, exhausted almost, uh, and she, she almost shakes herself and uh, looks up again and she says, Your reading is over. This is all the guidance I have to give you. Well, that was a whole lot of help. <laughs> so, um, St. Markovia is the only uh, actual place name that we have. <clears throat> Would you mind? I have this map. Would you, <laughs> Would you mind? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Irina, actually, because Irina and Ismark are, are behind you, They're, they've sort of been been watching from from the back of the tent, uh, and she uh, she is the one who steps forward and she says, uh, Saint uh, Markovia, I, I've heard of, of this place. This is the the abbey over at uh, Kresik, um at the at the far western end of the the, the valley. Um, that is where the the abbey of Saint Markovia is. Okay. Can we ask? Uh, are, are there any like coaches that we could hire around here? Like, a, it doesn't have to be like a full stage coach, but just you know, a nice little uh, you know, the windows, of course, and shades, and some velvet couches, and maybe a team of four to six horses. Is that? Um, so, Madam Eva uh, Luxon says the only coaches that uh, travel uh, that the only dependable coaches that travel the roads of Barovia are those belonging to the Vistani, but. That is a bridge I feel that you have already burned. What if we give them the grag? You know, I, 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 we haven't really talked about like if we just give them the grag and and he acted on his own. And um, Madame Eva looks to uh, Lord Talfin and and she says, "I do not think that the assault was the only wrong that has been done against the Vistani this day." Yes, there seems to be That's widespread, right. generalized social injustice here. I'm imagining <laughs> population-wide biases against transient folk, general mistrust of your honorability when you camp up close to town. Well, yes, I, I, I'd assume that there's, a, there's many, many, many injustices. And why focus on one? Why, why waste our time trying to enumerate one injustice? Oh, no, like I, think, I, think, I think it's fair. Of, it's I fair. It's like that, picking a thread out of a tapestry 
which would only lead to ruining the artwork itself. I, I, I think like Master Suna and but myself, we, we, are we are blameless. We are Pull the first thread. I, I, I shall pull the thread. Okay, why don't no. you do that outside I, the wagon? I like coaches. I don't like walking. It, is a, it sounds a far, far piece. Let's... Madame Eva, if I may, do you know of an individual called Jenny Greentee? Um, and she um, she nods her head and she says, "I believe I believe Jenny uh, often makes camp with with my folk. She she may well be uh, here at the moment. I do not know. We have a number of camps around Barovia. Very oft, uh, seldom do I leave my tent now. Mm. Do you, do you have any? Do you have any like, like 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 nice beds at all? Do you have any like beds and nice tents? It is growing dark and." Barovia, yes. Barovia is not safe at night, but I do believe that those who you have wronged would ride through the night to try to catch you. I would not recommend staying in our camp for much longer. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So uh, Ismark actually um, sort of steps forward and rests his hand on Kellen's shoulder and, and he doesn't say anything but you can you can feel there's a, a sense of urgency there uh, you know he's um, sort of backing up what he's just heard from from Madam Eva Kellen you, know, you can tell that he's he's wanting to to get out of here Madame Eva one last question before we go yes but make it quick I tire I must I must get to bed yes can you tell us more about vampires what their weaknesses are, what we can use against them. What do you know already? Well, they hunger for blood. They have a disturbing, pale appearance. They can be harmed by magic weapons. Strad is one and creates others who tend to obey him more or less depending on how well acted Strahd is. Uh, I look to the rest of the group. Anything? That's sunlight. So, so sunlight, yes, the suns, sun. yes. Right, that's but that's fine. an academic point given the lack of... Did we, do we know about fire? Yes, we do. I throw we fireballs do, yeah, all the because, time. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and that was the only I thing give that... a demonstration. I, I throw a firebolt out the back door just to like <laughs> punctuate. Um, and Madame Eva, you can tell she's she's very weary now, and she says, "Yes, that would be effective against the vampires, but not not uh, so much because it is fire, but because of the the magical properties of your weapon." Ah, yeah. throw another one for him. They heal quick. <sighs> they heal quickly from normal from normal wounds. They do. Magic, yeah. magic certainly is one of their banes, but sunlight. Yeah. If you could somehow harness sunlight. In a sword uh, fashion of some sort. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but there's a Follow the cards for a... Not only will they gift you with weapons, but knowledge, the knowledge which you seek, can be found if you follow the cards. Because well, I, the I'm sword for of one... sunlight... Oh, sorry. Hmm? The, the sword of sunlight is... Um, it was the, a dead village that was drowned by a river. Right. If I remember correctly, this camp is by a flowing river, which presumably makes it safe, because I think there was also something about flowing water that um, vampires can't cross. I, am, is I believe it you, yeah, you're right. Sorry. That, is it that 
is it this river? So can we maybe, you know, um, check around here? Um, so... Because that would be awesome if we were just like, <laughs> we'd go to the river and so like yeah, trip yeah. over a stone. Yeah, sword and of sunlight. Um, Madame Eva, she, she, she shrugs. You can see her, her, her eyes are closing and, and Ismark steps forward and he says, I, I, I have not heard of, of, of any settlements or even former settlements close to the village. Um, I, I have not traveled far from the village myself in my life, but I have not heard of anything like this. Uh, perhaps in Valaki, uh, when we get there, they are, um, they are more central in, in, in the, the valley of Barovia, perhaps. Uh, somewhere there, they they might have knowledge of, of of lost settlements. How close is Valaki to this monastery? Um, it is uh, Valaki is about half the distance between um, um, Barovia and Kresik. Um Really, they. Um, the, the road on which we travel, this phallic road, uh, it is punctuated by the three, uh, the village of Barovia in the east, Valaki uh, in the center, and, and to the far west, uh, Kresik. These are the three main main settlements of, uh, of, of the valley. Should we head straight to Kresik since there's nothing for us in Valaki specifically related to our mission? Valaki is good times. Valaki... The walled, the walled city of Falaki, that is where I am taking, or the walled town of Falaki is where I shall take Irina. It is. Will a wall um, stop, Strad? Really? We saw Doru go through a ceiling. Is a wall any kind of impediment? I think from, mobility, not staying still and becoming a target, is your best answer. From what I have heard. Stay with us. From what I have heard, they have been very successful in uh, defending against the devil considerably more successful than Barovia from the few travelers that we have had through the village. It matters not, however, because uh, Valaki is on the way to the monastery. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. it, sounds like, it sounds like a fun jaunt. Should we try to find first? Yes. And she, you can, she, you can see her eyes sort of pop open uh, as if you, you, you've jolted her from her sleep. I just wanted to say thank you for your hospitality and I hope that your helping us does in no way, shape, or form reflect badly on you and your relationship with Strad and lead to the destruction of your family camp and everything you care about. Good and if it does, I, I think we can all blame it, Greg. I think that he started this with his misbehavior. <laughs> Um, she, she she nods at you and possibly smiles. You're not sure in the in the uh, the, the, the lantern light, and she her head droops and she seems to nod off again on her seat. I think we ought to ask her what Jenny Green Teeth looks like. Well, green teeth. I think I think probably we can figure that out. Anyone who has green teeth would be a oh, contender. You can hear uh, from outside now that um, Madame Eva stopped. Um, Speaking, and uh, she's sort of gently dozing. You can hear the, the music um, from outside again, if you recall. There were quite a few Vistani um, partying, basically, around a campfire. And they had invited right. you to join them at one point. So uh, they were drinking and dancing away. And you, from what you can tell... Oh, that seems to where be there's dancing, there needs to be music. <laughs> Finally, I shall have an excuse for an audience for my concertina. I'll inspect their teeth while you play. (laughs) (laughs) Just one by one? Yes. I I turn to my companions gravely, my my monocle flashing in the 
dull caravan light. I say, remember, we cannot dally. An irrationally irate group of Vistani coming this way, and we should attempt to be gone by the time they arrive. <sighs> All right. So can we at least grab some mutton on the way out? I mean, like, I, I'm hungry. I'm famished. You yes. mean we, have, we could have, like, a short rest here? Yes, a short rest and a little song. Wow. <laughs> short rest. <laughs> so I guess you, we... You I say, Madame Eva, one last question. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. we, Wake up we, again. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Shake. I use precipitation just to give a little spark when I touch her, to wake her up all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the poor woman alone. Must we're, we're our, not gonna. Our party's motto should be leave no Vistani unmolested. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, so, are we heading back outside? <laughs> yes, I mean, we're looking yes. for a short rest, somewhere to just to, to wet our whistles and put up our feet and sing our merry tunes. Okay, just a, just a little. Well, the um, the Madame Eva's tent was is at the edge of was at the edge of the river. Um, if you recall, there was just a, a ring of caravans, just four caravans, um, and the the campfire is in the middle of that. There's about twelve Vistani there. Uh, there's a wee accordion playing uh, to, off to the side. They're drinking. A few people are um, singing. A couple of people are dancing uh, at the campfire. And when they see you, you know, a few of them give a bit of a cheer and weave in your direction to call you over to join them. Let's do it. No, let's do it. Yeah, do it. let's let's go. Oh, okay. I, I I want to like can I cast a, a small spell? I want to do a, um, a minor illusion. Um, take off about twenty pounds from the front, uh, <laughs> about twelve years from the face, and thicker hair, thicker hair, and. Uh, like no blemishes on the skin, and uh, there we go. Snap! I am lovely. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you still Madame Rousseau? Oh, I took that off a moment ago. No, no, I, <laughs> I am a handsome man, and you're all attracted to me. Okay, so uh, my minor minor illusion uh, only lasts for a minute. Okay, um, I need to find <laughs> someone uh, to dance with right now. Did you just gain 20 pounds? Oh, God. <laughs> At age 12 years? It's the campfire light. It just it does not flatter. <laughs> You're the only one here who doesn't. So you, it? you could do that if you wish, but it does only last for one minute. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> miserable magic. What's it good for? Okay. So, guys, are we just uh, trying to how we rest? Is that right? Around the campfire? Yes. Jenny. Head to the head to the campfire. Maybe talk, you know, strike up a conversation. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, they, um, they they were quite talkative last time, and you know, it was the same again. You you can they're happy for you just to to sit and you can listen in on what they're saying. Uh, a couple of them nod you and go, well, well, how did it go with uh, Madame Eva? Great. She said that you should give us all of your money. No, no, that's uh, probably not going to go over well. Um, um, it went fine. It went well. Lord Talfron, one of them, nudges you and says, any, uh, any nice women in your future? Did she tell you about any, any lucky girl? Maybe lucky boy? I don't know. Jenny Green. I looked look them <laughs> right in the eyes and say, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> and he turns to, to look at somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I continue staring at him like for like an extra five or ten seconds. 
<laughs> okay. He's not good at making friends, is he? He's not. Uh... I am... I, Lord Dalvin stands up, claps his hands loudly for everyone's attention. Oh, God, he points at the musicians speech. and says, "Silence that noise!" No, oh, no. Okay, they. Um, everyone does stop, um, and and you. It's a bit of deja vu when you you get this this growing sense of animosity uh, directed at you, Lord Telfin. Jean Malamé goes, "Boo!" <laughs> 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 Just to see if he'll catch on. No, just, no, no. I throw a little, possibly some. I throw a little fireball. <laughs> a little fireball, John's way. It's a little one. Um, and I say, Dear Vistani, my friends and I feel it appropriate to thank you for your gracious hospitality. However, we must soon be on our way. Before we go, we would like to speak with someone who goes by the name of Jenny Greentee. Now, we did not come up with that name. It was apparently hers to begin with. Please don't take offense. Is she here? Um, so they, 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 you can see, uh, you know, a look of recognition. One of the, uh, the, the, the lady Vistani, uh, she, she goes, where is, where, where is old, that old bag anyway? She must, she's, she's often in the trees close to the camp. She's here somewhere. Uh, have a look over there. And she, uh, in motions, trees? motions off to, to the west. Yes, she's a crazy old hag. Like a monkey in the trees? Uh, if you look off to the west, uh, you, you can actually notice now the sun is setting at the moment. Uh, we're definitely losing daylight. Um, oh. There is uh, a couple of trees uh, over to the west. Uh, beneath one of them, you can see um, um, a large backpack uh, with lots of pots and pans um, uh, you know, dangling from it, a bedroll fastened to the top with a length of rope. Okay, let's go well. there. I, you may resume making your music and dancing. <laughs> that is what you wish to do with your spare time. Oh, I am going to go speak with Jenny Greenteeth. Thank you, the Stani people. And I turn and start stomping my way over to the backpack. Okay. Are the rest of you guys coming? No. No, I'm not. I, I, <laughs> these are my the party's people. coming with me. I at least have, have one drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay by the campfire with my concertina, and this, I, I think she, she's kind of got a shine to me, I think. Hello. <laughs> so, um, the, the, the lady with the, the accordion, she, she sort of looks at you and raises her eyebrow and <laughs> goes back to playing. Um, not too sure how she really, uh, I'm in. That. Oh, she's, <laughs> give me 15 minutes. <laughs> All right, so who? So let, let's let's figure out uh, who's going with Lord Talfin. I will. Okay, and Kevin, what are you up to? Uh, I'm gonna just sit and make sure uh, uh, Madame Rousseau doesn't get killed. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's Mr. Rousseau. No, it's Jean Malamé now. Okay. <laughs> Don't embarrass me in front of the ladies. Um, so we'll come back to the campfire. Uh, Lord Talfin and Master Sonna, you guys make your way over to the backpack. Uh, it becomes very clear to you that there is someone in the trees uh, above it. Are we talking like a, a simian or? Well, uh, as you get closer, you can see that it's, um, no, it's just a, a normal humanoid. Actually, uh, if you're, you get all the way, uh, maybe sort of 10 foot away from the bottom of the tree, you can actually make out, it seems to be uh, like an old lady um, climbing around uh, in the tree. Uh, for, you know, there's, there's certainly... Let's, 
long kind of creepy yeah sort of long um graying hair um just wearing a sort of a brown uh like uh, almost dirty brown sort of smock that she's wearing and just just seems to be jumping about around the treetops she doesn't seem to have noticed you <laughs> she's leaping from branch to branch uh, pretty much yeah yeah every so often you can hear her grunt and she seems to be talking to herself a little bit well, I uh, cast light on um, on a, a pebble, and I hold it up so she can clearly see us. Okay, and and the the rustling in the trees uh, stops, uh, and uh, you can see a head sort of pokes out from um, uh, the branches and stares right at you. Now, this 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 head is the this face is the is the epitome of of of, of a hag's face. You know, she's got this this sort of massive, almost hooked nose. She's got sort of warts uh, on her face, like massive saucer-like eyes. Uh, her teeth uh, aren't there are not many of them, quite yellowy, not green, unfortunately. And she just looks at you and she says, "Oh, one second, I'll, I'll be right there." I I touch Master Sonna's elbow and I say. Perhaps I should speak with her. I have I have what is called the common touch. So oh, uh, maybe your charm is greater than mine. <laughs> so the the trees rustle and uh, you hear a branch uh, snap uh, and she goes no oh no and uh, with a thud um, Jenny Greenteeth uh, falls from the trees uh, and lands uh, beside uh, her her backpack. Oh. Oh bother! And she uh, picks herself up uh, and holds. She's holding her her left arm, uh, which is clearly uh, clearly broken um, as as an awkward angle. And she's just sort of lying there with Madame, her legs splayed open, uh, looking at her arm. Madame, you seem to have broken your arm. Do you require assistance? Oh, uh, just uh, one one moment, please. One moment. Uh, so she she rustles around uh, in her backpack. Um, oh bother, bother where to go, bother! And she uh, she picks up a, a, a small vial um, and she she uncorks it um, and she takes a swig. Uh, you can see sort of all like blue liquid sort of sort of falling from her or, or dripping from her chin, and she 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 bat you know um, bats at it with her fingers, gets the blue liquid on her fingers, and you know, licks it, licks it, licks the liquid, liquid off her fingers. She goes, one moment, please, one moment. Um, and uh, there's a bit of a popping sound and her arm sort of uh, straightens. She gives a, a, a yelp uh, of pain. And she, she looks at the bottle, she tips it up. She realises there's nothing left in it. She goes, oh, oh, keep eating my profits like that. Oh, no. Right, what can I do for you? Sell us Lord that potion. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord Taffin. Oh, go ahead. No, oh, this potion here was—it's a bit done now. I'm afraid I've just just drunk the last half. It's like I can't help myself. Oh, do you, but do you know the recipe? Oh no, I'm afraid oh. I'm not that good. I just pick it up and sell it. Where do you pick it up? Oh, oh, I've got my ways. I've got my ways, and she she mm-hmm. sort of bats at her nose a wee bit, and it springs back into place. So you couldn't like a uh, draw. Draw me an X where this shop for this magical potion is. Not in Barovia. They don't have potions like this in Barovia. That's why I take them here, so I can sell them to people. Hmm. Velaki, maybe? 
No, no, not the village of Barovia, silly. I'm talking about the land of Barovia. You can't get healing potions in Barovia. Except from Jenny Greenteeth. That's why I'm here. To sell people lots of stuff they can't normally get here. But then where do you get them? If they're not here, do you get them from... Have you heard of the travellers that sometimes come into this land? You do not originate from Barovia. Um, oh, I yes, yes. I've, I've met a few of them. You look, you look like you could be the sort. Well, maybe. Um, do you like? Do you think that maybe they bring those healing potions with them? They might do if they're smart. But normally, those kind of people don't get the chance to take their belongings when they're grabbed here. Oh, there's a few of us though. We still are able to make our ways through the mists. That's what I do, working my so, way from worlds to worlds, selling my wares. So there's a way through the mists? Well, not for the likes of you, darling, I'm afraid. But some of us can, the Vistani and old Jenny Greenteeth. I am fascinated by this because I am a map maker. So, um, All right. I never was good at reading myself. secret, maybe? Or climbing trees, for that matter. <laughs> um, you'd think yeah. I'd be good at it with the practice that I've had you have many years of practice oh yes many many years mm. because you look very good for your age you liar I'm an old <laughs> hag <laughs> this is kind of you to say so I was, I was going for flattering alright I've heard of that <laughs> Um, Jenny, would you be so kind to ask, uh, answer us some questions? Um, we are indeed, <clears throat> most of us, uh, far travellers from faraway places. Oh, yes. And um, we, we're looking for some answers and no one really can give us any concrete details. I'm not very good at answers, but I'll do my best. All so I do is sell potions. Friend. So you do sell potions? Why? Not this one. I just drank this one, but I've got a few more like it in my bag. Like what? Oh, healing potions mostly. For how much? Oh, what? You, what have you got for me, darling? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Good, because that's exactly what I'm looking. <laughs> Remember, like, like I should never like, like go take a take you by a car. Like, you never show up and say, "I have a lot of I'm money." Rich. I'm rich. Oh. <laughs> but wait, there's a there's a, <laughs> there's a problem. Like, I have a lot of my own currency, but mm. unfortunately, we don't have too much um, gold and silver in Barovian currency. Oh, it's all right. I travel from place to place. If you just give me um five hundred gold pieces, I could part with one of my my healing potions. Talfin like chokes and coughs. This is uh, unfortunately we <laughs> we we do not have this kind of money. All right. Well, well, then I'm afraid I don't think we're doing business. Is there something else we could do for you? Maybe. Mm. Maybe we could trade. Why? What have you got that you think I would need if you don't have five hundred gold pieces for a for a for a potion? Well, we're a band of uh, intrepid adventurers. All right. What have you done then? We've, um, well, we've done lots already. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Um, it's quite exciting. Many and various talents and skills. Right. So perhaps you need something done, and you can't do it yourself. No, and not really. Like no, 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 no. I'm fine, thanks. I'll just take the money if that's all right. You'd be surprised how how well gold travels. <laughs> yeah. No, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Especially when you've cornered the market like I have here in Barovia. Yeah. That's a good well, way to get a yeah. killing. I can tell you that, dearie, if you're ever able to walk through worlds, this is a pretty good way of making some money. I remember that. And, you know, more power to you. Yep. And she dings her nose again. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. I ask you lots of questions. No, it's, uh, it's getting late and... Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to cuddle up to the campfire here so none of the monsters from uh, the woods are going to get me. Um, are you sticking around or are you, you going to be traveling? You, you did say you were adventurers. We're trying to get to the lucky. Why, oh, yes. Yep, I'll be there myself soon. Oh, okay, well, maybe if we save enough money, then we will get that healing potion. All right. You know my prices, darling. <laughs> Do you have anything else other than potions? Um, why? What else are you looking for? Magic weapons. Oh no, don't have many of them, I'm afraid. But if you're uh, in the market for them, I could keep my eyes open. If we meet again, I might have something for you. Please do. Mm. I will. I hope you're going to have lots of money for me, though. Mm -hmm. Quite expensive things, magic weapons. I hear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, Do you um, need any other information, Lord Hoffman? Is there anything we wanted to know from Jenny? Um, no. I think we've got everything we need. Excellent. Oh, I don't think you've got anything, darling, but um, I don't oh, think... Oh, <laughs> we have information, lots of information. All right, good, good. Right, I'll be on my way back to the campfire then. Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast, where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our Crit Faced fan group.